Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that every week about every guest, but this person has the stats to back it up. She'll get into it, but I believe she's got something like a thousand members in her in her membership yes. site. Yeah, and it's like, you're thinking, okay, what is it? It's, you know, it's about relationships or it's about how to make money and get rich or it's about, you know, how to get super fit. I still don't know what it is after looking into it and and speaking to us. So it's it's an amazing achievement. I'm sure she'll tell us about it. But anyways, without further ado, let me introduce all the way from somewhere in Arizona that I've never heard about, the one and only Ms. Gwyn Carla-Jones. Gwyn, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing good. It's hot, but it's okay out this way. <laughs> where, what's the name? What's, where are you from in Arizona? So we're in Yuma, Arizona, where it gets really, really hot all the time. There we go. And if, if the listeners are like me from Australia and we've got no idea where Yuma is, whereabouts in Arizona is that? So we are as far south and as far west as you can get in the state of Arizona without being in California or in Mexico. And so, yeah, it's, it gets really hot here all the time. It's 95 right now and it's four o'clock and we're still technically in spring. Uh, it was 99 earlier today. So wow. I'll give you a little bit of an idea. Quick question. <laughs> Can you walk to Mexico from where you are? Um, It'd probably be a really terrible walk and I'd get dehydrated on the way. But yes, absolutely. We can like Mexico's a normal trip. It's like five minutes from here. Oh, wow. So it's literally like a five minute drive. Oh, yeah. Real close. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, hey, let's get into it, Gwen. Um, let's just start with what it is you do. We'll get to, you know, how you got a thousand members that in a sec, but let's put a bit of background. What is it that you do? Describe it. For someone like me, who's kind of got no idea, what's your right. membership about? And also let us know, how did that kind of come about? Let us know that story. Take your time. Okay. Alrighty. So, and it's one of those things that if you're not involved in laser cutting, it seems like the weirdest thing ever. Um, so we have Actually, we just got our third laser cutter today, Um, but we have lasers. And when I say this, I mean, literally, it's a machine that puts out a little laser beam and cuts different materials uh, like wood and acrylic and things like that. Well, in order to cut the shapes that you want to cut on those machines or or engraved designs or whatever it may be, there are files associated with that, and they're called SVGs. And so my membership is really all based around those files. And so what it is, is every month I create um, a minimum of five new designs that have something to do with the season or just the theme of kind of what's going on in the world at that point in time. And my members get those, they get marketing photos. And so it's a product that they're going to create. Um, They get the files to create them. They get marketing photos they can use to sell the product, uh, which saves them some time, which is a big bonus, I guess I would say. They don't even have to turn their machine on to start making money with it. Um, And then I also give them tips along the way, things uh, that they can do with their laser or things to kind of help their 
their you know handmade business in particular, which is a little different than what you'll see in some other business trainings, just because we have kind of a specialty area. And so it sounds crazy to niche down so small to just laser owners, um, but it, it works. It works really well. Yeah, we're just over a thousand members, which is insane. Even like I'm a part of it and I still feel like it's insane. I mean, a thousand members in anything is a really, really good thing. So I think you've done whatever you're doing is, is obviously working. <laughs> Um, and I think you, you, you put a good point on the niche. Like I interview a lot of people in this space and the people that are usually most successful starting off anyway, have that niche, whether it's, oh, absolutely. Owners, you know, whether it's fitness professionals, whether it's real estate agents, whether it's beauty salon owners, you know, I, I, um, interviewed a spray tan business coach the other oh, day, yeah. you know, like someone that's got that one, uh, one niche there. So I think that's great. Oh yeah. Oh, I want to dive into that story a little bit more, though, Gwen. So let me just get the the background here. You're essentially the people in your membership are laser owners. They right. pay you X amount of dollars a month. They get mm-hmm. um, these designs that they can create yes. a product from those designs, and then yep. they will go and make that design, and then they will sell that design, and that's their mm-hmm. kind of business. Yes. Yep. That's a, it's the vast majority of who I'm selling to are, are people who are making the physical product. And so they're, it's just speeding up their process. They don't have to do the design work. They don't have to think, okay, well, what am I going to make this month? It's handed to them. And so it, it's that, um, you know, like a shortcut more than anything to just get them going and not having to wonder, okay, well, what am I going to make, make for next month? What's, you know, what's coming around the corner. And so when we put out seasonal things. We try to do them about two months in advance. Mm -hmm. So they have time to have that. They know what they're going to be marketing towards. They know what they're going to be selling and uh, they can get a head start on stuff. And it's not, okay, Christmas is next week. We're going to start making Christmas this week. We do it. We start with Christmas in August, honestly, but yeah, that's such a good business model. And and, and then you mentioned on top of that, you also do some business coaching. You do a monthly Q and a, that sort of stuff, but that's just minor stuff. Yeah, the major thing is those designs, and there's a bit of yep. stuff around it. Yeah. Awesome. Gotcha. All right. How did you get into it, Quinn? Did you just wake up one day and you were like, "Oh, I want to be a, I want to have a membership for laser owners"? Or how did this all come about? So even before we had a laser, I already was very much involved in the creative community. At that time, I was using more vinyl stuff, and we were cutting stencils and painting signs that way. And then um, it just became lasers were the big, exciting thing that a lot of people who were in kind of the sign-making and home decor-making world started moving towards having lasers. And so after waiting and waiting and waiting to, to finally put a payment towards a laser, because they're not the cheapest tool, uh, we started off with a glow forge, which is like a... I've got no idea. A lot of listeners might not as well. What is the price? What's the buy-in for a laser? So for like a hobby-sized one, like the Glowforge, which is what we started with, we started with the most basic machine and it's $3,500, yeah, which yeah. for, you know, a little maker, that's that's yeah. a chunk of change. That's, yeah. you know, nothing to, to goth yeah. at. The one that we got today, though, well, now that car, we've, you I, know. I bought my car for $2,000, so it's right? <laughs> my car, so. That's a big thing. Um, But, and, and they go on up from there, like the laser we just had delivered today because we've, we've been growing on our physical side of things, which has nothing to do with our membership other than teaching them how to use it. Uh, But that side of things has grown for us as well. And so the one we just had delivered today is about a $13,000 laser. So they, uh, they grow, they go really quickly. But yeah, so we started off with just the hobby sized one and, and quickly I learned that my other creative friends who, like I said, I had connections with prior to even having the laser um, had also purchased them. And so they were 
I don't know, I've always been a little nerdy. And so it was, hey, Gwen, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? I was like, okay, well, let's start a Facebook group. We'll just do something simple. We'll have a little Facebook group and I'll teach them all my, my friends stuff that I'm doing. And then of course it starts off with this little group of people. And then someone tells somebody else that it exists and it starts to grow. And I started to see some potential in there. So it started with having the group, doing a little bit of teaching and then I started designing files and I would sell them just one off. Etsy has the option to have digital files that you can sell. And so I started off with just single files, a couple here, a couple there. And then I stumbled upon just the idea of having a subscription of some sort, something that had that monthly reoccurring income. And I took a course on a little bit more about that before I really launched it. And I said, okay, well, we're going to see how this goes. And I had a, a little teeny tiny goal. Well, I thought it was a teeny tiny goal. Um, right off the bat, I wanted 72 members and everybody's like, that's a really weird number. Why 72? <laughs> and it worked out based on what we were charging for a founding member price for it. It would mean that we made an extra thousand dollars a month from memberships. And that was going to be my extra house payment every month. I wanted to make an extra house payment. I wanted to pay our house off early. So the goal was 72. Well, we hit 72 on the first day that we opened. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was not prepared, but part of that really was the buildup before it was getting people excited, getting people to know who I was, what I was able to offer them, um, doing a little bit of lead magnet work in there too, because you've got to have somebody to launch to. And then by the time that we were ready to open, people were like, okay, let's do this. Come on, open it up. Let us, let us have this stuff. And so by the time we were done, we closed it with exactly 300 members. Our first, we opened for just a week the first time. Wow. And yeah, so we, uh, we surpassed that 72 count really quick. What, uh, can I ask what, what they pay per month? So my founding member started at 15 and that was um, October of 2020 during the weirdest year of the world, yeah. um, right? To think that I could have that many people that were interested in it. Uh, and then after that, we opened up and now it's $20 a month for new members. Gotcha. Gotcha. So even that, what's that, an extra 5k a month recurring? Um, in total, what it puts us now with our membership of where we're at oh, right now. Yeah, yeah, you'd be higher than that. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's a little higher than that. <laughs> um, our, I think our current reoccurring revenue right now is like 19000 and yeah. change, which is wow. mind-blowing to say out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And question with that, because it, A, that's pretty good recurring revenue. You know, just every month, <laughs> 19000 19, What's the workload on, on, I'm curious, is, is it a big workload for that membership or is it pretty chill? Is this stuff you're kind of doing anyway with your business and just sharing? Right. It's kind of, it's a little bit of both. And yeah. so initially the idea of having even 300 members, I was like, holy cow, how do I keep up with 300 people? And you're going to have some people who are going to be very involved. They want your attention. They want, you know, to talk yeah. with you one-on-one. -on -one. They want to know you. And you have some people who just want the content and they don't want anything beyond that. And that's okay too. Yeah. I do definitely feel connected to those who, because we started, um, you know, a members only group where they kind of have a little bit more access to me. I have a free Facebook group that has, oh, I think like 12,000 people in it uh where i give you know little tips in here and we share and we connect and things like that but my membership group is really where my heart and my time is spent i will say that having a thousand is is a little bit more time consuming than it was at 300 yeah. but the trade-off between the difference in income when you're scaling something that already exists um versus having to sell things one by one by one yeah. is there's no comparison like it's the little bit more amount of time is well worth what you're putting in there when it's something you can scale. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, cool. That all makes sense. Well, hey, let's get yeah. to some of the um, um, the marketing and sales side of it. So you mentioned 
it started with a Facebook group. Is that kind of where your your major, I guess, marketing hub went? It's like people go into that Facebook group. That's how they hear about you. Then they join the funnel. Is, is that how that works? For the most part, yes. So there are, I'm by far not the only laser group out there. There's ones that have um, 50,000 people in them oh, and bigger. Wow. And, and some of those groups are more just geared peer-to-peer help and things like that. There's not necessarily a membership attached to it. There's no, I don't want to say end game, but I don't know yeah, what yeah, else yeah. to call it. There's no, you know, what's the next step sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but part of it was being involved in the community as a whole. And so people that had never even been in my group may have known who I was just from helping out in other groups. And so it just, yeah. when they would search for help on GoForge or help on laser things, or they'd look into more of who I was, if I helped them elsewhere, they'd come join our group. And so, yeah, it started with a little group. I would try to post, you know, hey guys, I just saw this cool thing that I did with my laser, or, you know, this is a file that we just put out. And so it started off with that. And then I started to realize there were some files that were very simple. Um, if you're not in home decor, it probably sounds weird, but having a sign that had shiplap lines in the background, shiplap was really popular with farmhouse decor. And so having a square shape with shiplap lines was you know something important to have in in your little arsenal of um, designs you could pull out and so we started a free design library and what it was was once a month I would go in and put a free file or two free files um, that would help you kind of push make things easier on you and so again I was uh, trying to what's the word I'm looking for trying to give them something of value Mm. while also you know collecting emails things like that give them something valuable that's going to help them save time and so it started off with a free file and then when we'd hit a milestone in our group I would give a file that had a little bit more a little more meat to it um, and add that in there and it became this where did you get that file how do I find that file well you sign up on the free library here's where you can get it and you're going to get access to all the rest of them that are in there and so we had an email list and a really active Facebook group when we launched and when I started saying, hey, I think we're, you know, we might do this club thing. What do we think? You know, do you guys, I mean, by the time I'm asking, what do you think about this? My wheels are already going. We're going to do this thing one way or another. And if three people sign up, well, then three people sign up and we're going to have a good time. Um, but the response was immediate. And so by the time we opened, people were, they were ready to get in there. Gotcha. All right. So there's a couple of things I want to dive into there. Sounds like you're good at what you do, right? The Facebook groups on I think so. Yeah, and, and even like the <laughs> side of things, it's kind of like if you start, a, if Gwen starts a Facebook group, she kind of knows what to do. She knows what yeah. people want. She knows her audience. It's kind of her, right? My one question with that, Gwen, is how did the group kind of grow so quick? You know, you, you started it, invited a few friends. How did it get from a few friends to 12,000 people? A lot of people. I really think the biggest thing is just involvement. If you know who your target market is, you find out where they hang out on Facebook. And for me, they were hanging out in other laser groups. Mm. They were wanting to learn, uh, you know, how to do this or how to do that or how do I, you know, and I just got very, very involved in those groups to the point where people were like, Gwen, how are you on Facebook this much and still working other, you know, doing the rest of your laser business? Mm. Um, And it was, well, the laser's running, I'll scroll through Facebook, find, you know, someone who's looking for help. And if it was something that I could answer, answer in a message or in a you know quick text I'd do that if it was something that needed more help like a video I'd kind of earmark that and say hey people out there are having questions about this mm-hmm. I will go teach on this and then say hey if you wanted to learn like I did a video on this here's where you can check it out and so it just it became one of those things where you just become very helpful in the community mm-hmm. of where your target market is hanging out and people will come find you they will flock to you 
Now, I just want to take a minute and let everyone know, if you're a course creator, you've already got a course and it's not quite selling, uh, or if you're still in the process of putting your course together, at the course creator community, we actually have a VIP group coaching program. It's the best program of its kind and the most affordable as well. So if you'd like some extra help and guidance in either putting your course together or selling your online course, I recommend joining the course creator community VIP program. I'll put the links down in the show notes. They will figure out who you are. I had somebody, I don't do a whole lot of YouTube. Um, I don't know why that one intimidates me. TikTok, I'll do something silly on there, but YouTube makes me nervous. But I had somebody who was like, I found you from a YouTube video. And I was like, how? I don't even have them. And it was just somebody else had mentioned, oh yeah, I'm in this group on Facebook. I learned a lot from her, blah, 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 from a YouTube video. So I was like, okay, cool. So it Mm -hmm. is, people will you know, if you're in the right community and you have the right people, they will share where they got information from and they'll come, they'll come find you. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of, I think the hardest is the start, right? It's like, it's absolutely got to put a, a lot of work in and because I'm guessing you don't yeah. do that anymore, right? I'm guessing now the group kind of runs itself. People For the most part. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm still definitely active in there and I'm active in other groups still, just because there's always something new to learn. There's something new to share. Mm. Um, there's new, like, especially in home decor, there's new trends to pay attention to and, um, you know, that sort of thing. But for the most part, the group kind of functions on its own and I just get to, I get to be a participant some of the time too, which is fun. Mm. Awesome. All right, cool. So that makes sense there. We've got like kind of the marketing starts with a Facebook group. <laughs> You're active on there. People get in your group. They see you're cool. Oh, yeah. you. Uh, what's like the sales process then, Gwen? Is it um, yeah, you know, webinar, is it um, emails, is it automated, live launch, close kind? What does your kind of sales process look like? So for our membership in particular, we do, um, I try to do it once a quarter, we'll open up. And during that time, we're open for a week. And up until that point, we'll talk a lot about it. And I try to keep it in my, my usual weekly rotation as something to talk about. And that can be anything from, hey, look at this cool stuff one of my members made from our files, or here's the theme that our members are getting this month. And that kind of gets put onto all my social media, just so that it's something that has people going, wait a minute, you have a club? What is this club? What is this about? Where do I find this? And, uh, you know, and then I remind them, we'll be open once, you know, every so many months. And this is kind of your chance to get in. So by the time that they've kind of seen what it is, gotten the idea behind it. We've got them into our email list from that free library, which we still add to. By the time we're ready to open, we've got a new group of people who are like, okay, well, open up, let me in, let me get this new stuff. I want to be a part of this. And so our biggest thing is just having that continual conversation about it in our social media and then um, our our free library, having that good opt-in that people want. It's more than just, you know, hey, I'll send you some cool tips real quick. And that's the end of it. Like I try to have that continual conversation because even with our free content library, even if I put in something new just once a month and I send an email out, hey, we added new stuff to it. You might want to go check it out. It just keeps that in their, you know, in their head and kind of keeps it in the back pocket as something that they can sign up for soon. <laughs> gotcha. So let me get my head around this. So essentially once a quarter, you launch, give or take. The cart's open for one week. The the kind of 12, or I guess um, what's kind of the warm-up period is, is I guess what I'm asking. Like let's say you do a launch and it, you know, ends, you know, today. Do you right. kind of start planning the next one already or do you give yourself a month off where you do nothing? What, 
What does that kind of cycle look like? I, I wish I could be that organized. If, <laughs> I'm one of, To some degree, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. I don't even know for sure what my dates for my next launch are, and that sounds terrible. But I kind of, I gauge it once I feel, like I said, we try to do it about once a quarter, but I kind of sort of gauge it. Like if I've got something really cool coming up, that's the time that I'm really going to talk about it. And I know we're going to be launching coming into that period. So card opens, we talk about it a little bit like, hey, it's going to open next week. It's going to open next week. Here's some cool stuff about it. The week that the cards open, obviously we spend a lot of time that week talking about the membership. What do you get? Um, what are some of the other benefits included with it? What are some of our members saying? Um, all that sort of stuff that you can build up from. And then um, right after I say, you know, hey, cart's closed, we'll be opening again. Here's our free library if you didn't get a chance to join us this time. And so I just mentioned that again. And then we go right back into the same cycle of, you know, once a week, kind of something about it, whether it's members made this this week or, you know, I'm painting our club files. Here's, you know, a sneak peek or something like that. So that it's it's always got that constant something's being talked about, but not like I hate oh, sales week if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, yeah. I hate sales week because it just like it doesn't matter how much you can serve your audience. It still just feels funky because you went from just, oh, here's some cool stuff to, hey, here's my stuff. Buy it now because this is your only chance. It feels funny. It feels weird. Mm. Um, but it's a necessary, I don't know, a necessary <laughs> evil, I guess. Gotcha. So just want to get my head around that when you're saying once a week you'll send something out, you're talking email or is this email and social well, media? Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Um, I wish I emailed once a week. I'm not that on top of it. I'm going to be honest. Um, social media is definitely where I, I put most of my focus in. And so if I could ever get around to a weekly email, that'd probably be part of it, but at least once a month on that end of things, um, you know, and we'll mention something about the club somewhere in there. Uh, but for the most part, I'm focusing on, on the social media side of things. Awesome. And then each for every launch, roughly how many people do you get? Is it 300 every time or was that just the first one and now it's, you know, 100 or 50 or something? No, we've stayed pretty consistent with that. I will say we did have one launch that tanked. And here's yeah. what I did differently during that one. And I said, I'll never do it again. I decided I wanted to take a little step back from being quite so everywhere all the time. And so I tried to just hire an ads manager and try to go that route with it and just let ads do their own thing. And for me, it didn't work. And I think the biggest reason is people got used to, and I shouldn't say they expected it, but it had become such a good pillar for me was being very, very involved in my communities. Yeah. Anything that had something to do with lasers being very involved. And so I was in like, not in their face, but I was at the forefront of their mind a lot of the times like, Ooh, I don't know how to do this. I bet if I asked when she'd probably know or could point me to someone who would know. Yeah. And so I wanted to see what happened if we took that step back and just kind of coasted a little bit more through it and it bit me in the butt. So yeah. it's just, it, when you find something that works for you, especially, I mean, it'll depend a little bit on your audience, obviously. Um, but for my audience, they want to, they want to know me, especially in the handmade world. Like that's a big thing we're all taught is that 
people are buying from you because they know you. And so when I take that step back and I stop putting Gwen into all of it, uh, it, it definitely showed the difference there. And so we don't, we don't do that anymore. We make sure I stay involved with what's going on and, and uh, go with what worked for us. Oh, good learning experience, right? Yes, it definitely was. Awesome. All right. Well, that's given us the, the kind of sales cycle there. I'm curious about your, your software, Gwen. What does your, your software stack look like? You use one software, multiple software. What, what do you use? Are we talking designing-wise for the actual files or more so for how oh, we Oh, sorry, the actual members? course, you know. Yeah, or say like the oh, course, yeah. you know, who do you host the course on? Um, okay. Is it all in one? So, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we do have a Facebook group, um, which originally we didn't when we started the, the club. I didn't want to do a private Facebook yeah. group. I was happy keeping everybody double the, in. Double the work, right? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And I was happy having everybody in one in my philosophy at that point. And we were a small group um, of members. Like when we started with 300, for instance, my philosophy was the files were the big part of the club, whereas we could stand to learn from everybody, whether they like my file yeah. designs or not. And when we still can, I definitely still believe that. But having that connection space for members to be able to say, hey, in April's file, um, you know, what color did you paint this or whatever? It's It's been awesome. So I'm glad to have that now. Mm. Um, our website itself is all hosted through Searchy, which is okay. um, a Stu McLaren brainchild type. Yeah, if you've never seen a website on Searchy, they are so cool because especially if you have video content, um, you can search the words inside of the video. So there's a search bar on our website. If anybody wanted to know, anytime I've ever done a bow tutorial, they could search how to make a bow and because I'm going to say that at some point in the video I'm going to teach you how to make this bow so they can search those words and it's going to pull up all the videos that have something to do that do with that uh so our main website's hosted through there we even have free tutorials on there as well so even if it weren't a member but it was a video that I did for free they can pull it up through there which is which is pretty stinking cool mm -hmm. we use stripe for payment processing which is just kind of a, a I don't know a standard and easy to work through and it, it integrated perfectly so having searchy and stripe together has been great Awesome. Let's spend a minute there. So I haven't seen Searchy myself, but I've heard of it because a few guests kind of have mentioned it as well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just slow it down my understanding for the, for the listeners that maybe haven't heard of it before. Am I right in saying it's it's like whatever, a Teachable, a Thinkific, a, a New Zenla, where you, you know, someone can log in, a member would log yeah. in, you know, there's your modules, your units or whatever. But the advantage yeah. of Searchy is I can type in a word. Let's see, Let's even go... Let's even put it in the course creator space to make it simple for people. Let's say someone Absolutely. could type in their thinkific and then any the videos that would come, instead of them having to search through, oh, where is it? Is it in module one? Is it in unit one? They can just type in thinkific and any video will appear that you say thinkific in the video. Is that kind yes. of how it works? Yes. And part of it too, which is cool because I mean, if it's a kind of a simple word that you can't necessarily, or something that's going to be in a lot of spaces, it's going to give you a little bit of the dialogue before and after that too. So you can quickly kind of read through it and go, okay, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay. Nope. That one's not it. And then you read the next one. And it's, you know, on your think of site, you set this up, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, that's what I'm looking for. And it will take you to that video and you can either watch it in its entirety or you can click and watch just that part of it. Like maybe somebody does, yeah. you know, an hour long Q&A session, but you only want the answer to this part. It can take you right to that part of the video, which is mind blowing in my book. That's super yeah. cool. Or if you, you do any kind of one-on-one -on -one coaching, it's really easy because then your member, if you're talking to them and you say their name, can go search their name and see, you know, now granted, if you have more than one member whose name is Stacy, it's going to pull them all up. But, you know, you can search through that stuff pretty easily, which I think is cool too. That's awesome. 
Um, yeah. Let me get my head around search here a little more. Can you, so say the sales process. Now, let's say someone wants to buy, you know, you send them a link and it's maybe a landing page with some, you know, some info on there. You can do that on Searchy as well. Or is that, yep. you, 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 that's how you do that? Yeah, I do it all right inside Searchy. They have the web site builder is pretty, it's right. pretty handy. You can set up something that is a sales page and they've got an entire um, I think they, what do they call it? Not Search University. I can't think of what it's called now. Um, but they have kind of a whole, right? something like that. Yeah, like a whole setup on here's how to do this. And they've got templates that are great for a sales page, templates that are great for a close of cart page gotcha. um, or opt-in a wait list pages, page. Opt-in pages. Yeah, things where you can kind of plug stuff in um, because it's all, you know, you can plug in something that's got four pictures by it or you can plug in something that's got a, um, a text box and kind of really personalize the way it looks. And it integrates with Canva directly. So if you design things in Canva, it'll set up, you know, for your photos to be the perfect size for whatever little element you're working on. And so that's pretty cool too in my book because I hated trying to guess, okay, well, how tall is that? By how wide is that? And, you know, your image is not fitting right. So that's cool too. Gotcha. And email, Gwen, does Searchy have email or do you use another... Um, I do I use, that. I forgot about that. Um, I don't, not, if it has direct email, I'm not aware of it. I know you can set up notifications uh, for like, if you gain, like if you join a membership, they'll get an automated email that's done through your searchy that'll have, okay. you know, here's the link to your hub. Here's how to do your onboarding, which is cool. Um, but I don't, if it has email, I haven't found it. Uh, so we do use Flowdesk for our email, but we use, so I guess there's more apps that I use than I thought about. We have Zapier as well that gotcha. takes from our Stripe, like payment processor and puts them into our Flowdesk email integration type thing, which is nice. Gotcha. So I don't have to manually do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Forgot right. about those two. Cool. Awesome. That all makes sense. Um, yeah. All right, next question, Dwayne, is around mentors. So you're obviously a mentor for plenty of people in the laser space. I'm curious to think so. Yeah, well, with that, with <laughs> a thousand members, thousand paying members and 12,000 in the Facebook group, you know, that's you're one of the biggest laser, you're the biggest laser influencer I know anyway. Um, I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been in like the online course, online marketing space. If you could break oh, it down into a few different ways, if you could give us like a paid mentor, someone that you've paid money to, you've done their course mm-hmm. program, an unpaid mentor. So you haven't necessarily paid them, but you know, you've listened to their podcast, you follow them on Instagram, whatever it may be, uh, and a book that you recommend every online course creator, membership person should should read. So mentors, paid, unpaid, and book. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. The book one's going to be tricky because I'll be honest, I the books that I read are more like personal self-help more than they are okay. um, business okay. side of That's things. Okay. You, can, you can use that. <laughs> 
So for paid mentors, I've got a couple of them. Uh, Stu McLaren is one. He has his signature course. It used to be called Tribe. Now it's called uh, the Membership Experience. And it's really everything from building up how to um, have like an irresistible offer, how to set up a founding member launch, how to, uh, you know, keep people involved in your membership. What are ways to talk to people who are on all different levels? Because usually if you have a membership, not everybody's at the same place in whatever it is you're helping them with, whether it's health and wellness, whether it's like me with as helping laser owners, they're not all at the same place. And so one of the things they really talk about is helping somebody no matter where they are on the path. And that just thinking of things in terms of that really helped plan out content for, you know, so that I know I'm not always talking to the beginning laser owner where my people who have had them longer than I have are bored with it. Um, they're really getting something in there. Now, if you're writing a course, it would make sense to have a beginner's course and maybe somewhere in between. But I think the layout for how all that works is the same really in both. You want to make sure you're really meeting people where they are. So that's a big one. Um, I, for a long time, and hers isn't so much specific to course creators, but I think I learned a lot in uh, this other course I'm going to talk about specifically about how to use social media the right way and not just be a salesy person all the time is Ashley Rates. Um, she has her Facebook page, I'll type her name into so you've got the spelling for it, but uh, her Facebook page is Creative Strategies, and she specifically coaches handmade business owners, so that's kind of her focus, but a lot of what I learned in there was how to use social media the right way, and not just, here's my product, go buy it, here's my product, go buy it, really learning about that connection um, and you know, making sure that it's, it's people know that it's me behind it all and how to get engagement on posts and everything in there, which also brings me to my third. So I've got three paid people. I like to pay people money, clearly. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's my third one is, right, it works, is uh, Sarah Aguri, who actually I met through Ashley. Um, she has a content club. She's really big on TikTok. So if you've ever looked up Canva hacks on TikTok, you've probably seen some of her videos. Um, Sarah's whole focus is on content. Now, most of her focus is for uh, handmade business owners, but 99% of it can really be put into any, any kind of niche you were playing around with. Because I use it with laser marketing where I'm not selling a physical product on that. And it's, it's a digital product, but she focuses on posts you can use for engagement on your Facebook page, posts you can, um, use on Instagram TikTok sounds that are trending, which sounds so silly is something we have to focus on. It went from a, a teenager app to something we use in business. And so every week she puts out, here's the top trending sounds and maybe here's some ideas on how to use them. And it is the coolest club ever because it makes all, it shortlists all of that stuff for me. And I'm not, mm. I mean, I do scroll TikTok. It still sucks me in here and there, but I'm not just sitting here going, okay, what can I make that would be interesting? It really, you know, kind of gives me a shortcut. That's half the reason we take these things is we want to go from point A to point B without so much trial and error. So that one helps a ton. Awesome. I love it. All right. Free mentors. Free mentors. This one is, is pretty specific to laser land. It's a lady named Emily. Um, she runs a group called that mom with a laser and it's now it's an incorporated business and she's super cool. And she brings in people. She, her group is completely free. There are no, she just now did put out a um, laser 
course, kind of like a crash course on how to start from no laser experience to running a full-size professional laser. Um, you know, again, we're taking the shortcut here. We're trying to speed up the process. And uh, I know that course is amazing. I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and go through it yet, but I know it's going to be a good one, even for someone who has used a laser. Um, but she just puts a lot into her her, I shouldn't say membership, but it is, it's a Facebook group. So her Facebook members, she puts a lot into them. Um, she has, I don't know, she just has this really giving heart and is happy to help any way she can. And her group has kind of this, I don't know, a very community sense about it. And it's, and again, it's all people who technically are each other's competitors. Mm. We're all laser owners. We're all trying to sell laser products, but the people in there and the way that she runs it, it just keeps everybody very supportive of each other. And so it's it's nice to see that instead of, you know, the dog-eat-dog -dog world that any kind of business really can be. And so seeing how she does that and how she keeps everybody happy is awesome. Love it. All right. Book, and we're going personal development style, are we? Yes. And so this one, again, is kind of a specific one. It is, it is in, what's the word I'm looking for? It is intended for people who kind of fall into the category of neurodivergency, and it is called, now of course I'm going to lose it, how to, how to keep house while drowning. That sounds wrong. I'm going to have to double check that. Um, but it is, and it, oddly enough, it's a creator I found from TikTok whose focus is really on telling you that, like, we have this mindset that we have to be perfect. Everything has to be flawless, our homes have to be spotless, or we're not a good person. And it talks about how we put so many and it. I mean, you can really relate it to anything, but it's really hers is talking about how how to you know clean your house. But it's focused on we put these, I don't know, ideals in our head that we have to do this or it's morally wrong or we're not a good person. And so it takes that out of there just because you're, you know, your house isn't spotless. It doesn't mean you're morally wrong. It just means you're not good at, at cleaning your house. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We're just, you know, I've kind of related it to some other things just because my social media pictures are not perfect or perfectly planned. It doesn't make me a bad creator. It doesn't make me a bad teacher of things. It just means that that's not my strong suit. My strong suit is knowing cool stuff with how to do cool stuff with my laser and being a little bit of a nerd. That is where my good stuff is. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just where my focus is. So. Love that. That's like me with spelling, Gwyn. You know, I suck at spelling and grammar, you know. Doesn't mean I'm a dumbass. Just means my, you know, my strong points aren't in spelling and grammar. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I did just double check. It's How to Keep House While Drowning, A Gentle Approach to Housekeeping. And it's by Casey Davis. Awesome. And it's available as a digital version too. She's she's goofy on TikTok. She, you know, she's one of those people who's like, yes, my house is a mess, but my kids are happy. We're functional. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make me a bad mom. It just means that keeping house is not my strong suit. So she's cool. There we go. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I think when we're coming to the end of the podcast here, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that are like, okay, this woman is cool. I love what she's doing. I want to follow her. Whether it's because they're interested in lasers or whether they just like your style and, and think you're inspiring. Um, there's a couple things. Firstly, where's the best place we can go to connect with you on social media? But also let so us Facebook know. Oh, yes, right into that one. Then we'll get to the next one. I was going to say, so Facebook is my, my strong suit. I try to do the TikTok thing. Um, and I'm again, it's not my strong place. It doesn't make me a bad person. It's just not my strong place. Uh, Facebook is definitely the, the better of the places to find me. And it's getting creative with Gwen. And it's it's like a, I don't know, a country twang to it, I guess you could say, that it's just G-E-T-T-I-N apostrophe. Getting creative with Gwen instead of getting 
And so, yeah, there's my little nerdy self, which I didn't think about for SEO and searching and all that sort of thing, but whatever. It's authentic. It's who I am. There we go. Uh, Now, I believe you're also in a competition, Gwen. I am. So kind of, and it's really neat. The whole space is cool because I'm getting to find all sorts of makers in all kinds of categories. Obviously, I'm not drowning what's what I'm looking for surrounded by I've got drowning now because of the book stuck in my head I'm surrounded by laser owners all the time and so I get to see the cool stuff we do but I love handmade in general I think it's so cool um but there is there's a competition going on it's called DIY Hero and it is makers of all walks of life from your home crafter to people who have studios and sell their products uh and even people who just DIY at home and they put us into these little groups and there's a whole it's a people's choice award with voting and all kinds of crazy stuff um but like I said makers of all walks of life are in there but what it is is they are narrowing it down to have one single DIY hero is what they're calling them uh it includes a $25,000 grant which of course is amazing and then (laughs) right and then a two-page spread in it's called make magazine which of course is intended to be handmade inspiration for all sorts of cool stuff uh and it is it's a voting type deal and my people have been phenomenal in getting behind things and keeping us going so far we've made it to the top oh I don't remember how many we're up to but we're in the semi-finalist round currently and then every Thursday they trim us down as to how many people are in the group until we get to the final finals which I believe are May 5th awesome all right you're listening to this and you think all right Gwen's cool she gave us some good tips (laughs) but I'm never going to buy her laser thing if you want to help her out, what we can we can click on the link, Queen, and that will give you points. Is that kind of how that works? Yes, there's a. It's got a whole like Facebook login type deal to verify that you're a real person. Yeah, and, and you not, can't do it multiple uh, times, you know. To, Otherwise, yes. if you don't have so that. Someone just goes in and presses it a hundred times, right? It is like every 24 hours you can vote again, which is, I've told my people a hundred times, I'm like, guys, I feel like I'm spamming you. I hate it, but they are so sweet. And again, that comes with having that connection with your your membership, your audience and things like that. So I'm always like, I hate sharing this with you guys every day, but they're constantly like, when just share it, just post it. We're here for it. Let us, you know, give us a reminder and I'll remember to do it. But yeah, no, they're awesome. Awesome. I'll put that link down. It is a once a day voting type deal. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, Gwen, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover today. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you'd like to finish us up with? I just want to add that no matter what your target market is, no matter who you're trying to serve, I think there's two things, especially if you're using social media for your main marketing plan, the two things that I tell everybody to lean into regardless of whether it's a physical product a digital or whatever is to remember that the first part of social media is social Mm -hmm. and so the more that you can connect with your people which is kind of part two of what I remind everybody is let people know you and let people make that connection with you the more that you can lean in on that social side of things the more that you can let those people in to know who you are the more they're going to connect with you and the more they're going to be invested in whatever it is you're offering you kind of create those super fans from letting them become a fan of you more than just your product. And so if there's any way you can find to, to insert yourself, whether it's a picture of you and your kids, you and your dog, um, the random, you know, hey, something crazy happened today I want to share with you. The more you can do that, the better off I think you'll be in the long run. Yep. Agreed. That's been kind of our philosophy. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Gwen, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Course Creator Community Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, 
please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.